You are listening to the Healthy Leader Podcast with Tracy Fisher, episode number 27. Welcome to the Healthy Leader Podcast, where it's all about optimizing your health, energy, and performance for your mind and your body. And now, your host, Master Coach Tracy Fisher. All right, you guys. I know I say this every single time that I am excited about our topic. And today, I'm going to say I'm not just excited, I am ecstatic. (laughs) I love my job. If you haven't figured this out already, I am a deep thinker and I love thinking about big ideas and concepts that will help all of us and understanding them in a big way and then figuring out how to make them actionable, how to make them actionable for you and your highly scheduled life and how to bring them down from the thought and the conceptual cloud and apply them. And that's really what this podcast is all about. So I want to say a huge and heartfelt thank you to all of you who are listening and for your feedback and your voice memos and your emails and for letting me know that you are listening and that you are applying these concepts because that's my main mission. And I have to tell you that I was just talking with a marketing specialist who was like, hey, you are giving out way too much information. (laughs) You need to give out less. And so I thought about it for about a second and I was like, I don't think so. That is just not my style. I know that not everyone is able to do one-on-one or not everyone is in a position to work with me. And so this is really my way of truly giving back and giving something that is useful for people. So keep those emails and voicemails coming in. They absolutely mean quite a bit to me. And if you really are enjoying this podcast, it would really help if you would put the word out and give me a review on iTunes. And that will help other people come here and be able to listen and share in all of these concepts. And I will tell you, it's really useful for me too. It keeps me thinking about how I can keep leveling up and how I can help others level up more efficiently and more effectively and honestly in a way that is more fun. So that is where I'm going to segue into the topic for today, which is building resiliency. (laughs) I'm really ecstatic about this. So we have been talking about self-confidence in the healthy leader inner circle, how we create it, how we can practice using it and cultivating courage to level up over and over and over again. And the concept of resiliency keeps coming up. And I've been thinking about the difference between self-confidence and resiliency and how they support one another, how they're different, which one comes first. And what I came up with is really fascinating, if I don't say so myself. And I think the reason I'm so ecstatic about this is because I personally have experienced how helpful this concept is in terms of handling self-doubt and overwhelm and leveling up personally. And I've also shared it with several clients and teams and I think it will be very helpful for you too if there is anything that you feel stuck on. So the way I'd like to do this is to start off by differentiating between self-confidence and resiliency. And then I'm going to give you a mini formula, if you will, for building resiliency, for practicing having resiliency. So right now I'd like for you to get in your mind something either from your past or something that's going on currently that is difficult or you're having a hard time with, it's tough for you to get through. Maybe you've experienced success and then you've fallen back or the pace seems really slow or it's just not working the way that you thought that it was going to. 
So for example, let's say that you are working towards a specific goal. Let's make it a health goal and we'll make it focused in on weight loss specifically. And so you have made a plan or what we like to call a protocol and you are following through. You are doing what you said you were going to do. It is working. You are losing weight. You are feeling more energy. You're feeling really good. And then wah, wah, <laughs> the weight loss stalls. You aren't doing anything different, but you're not getting the results that you want and you're not getting them at the pace that you want or life interrupts you. You've been doing really well until you went on vacation or work really ramps up and it feels too hard to think about food and to figure out what you're going to eat. So you know you can do it. You've done it. But now because you're not getting the results you want, you start to question. You question yourself. You question the process. You start thinking this maybe just might be the wrong time or this is just too hard for me to sustain. I'm not sure that I can do it. And so you start to doubt yourself, your ability, and you lose self-confidence. You question yourself, you question the process, you start thinking maybe this is too hard, or this is not the right time, or this isn't really for me. And even though you already have proof that you can do it, you start to doubt yourself and your ability. And so you lose self-confidence. And the basic definition of self-confidence is the feeling or belief that one, meaning you, can rely on someone or something. It's basically trust. Can you trust yourself? And so when this is all going down, you could be losing confidence in the program or in your protocol or in the process. And if that's the case, then you change it. You cut out your treat at the end of the day, or you go from two nights of drinking to just one night, or you make some change in the process. In that case, you are still moving towards your goal. As a side note, I will tell you that one of the things that we do in private coaching and in the inner circles, we always give any process or program at least two weeks so that you can really gain information around that particular program. But if you are losing self-confidence, that's about your ability to trust yourself, to trust that you will find the right program, that you will keep doing your next right thing, that you can do your next right thing. And self-doubt is a serious roadblock to progression. And I go through a process for recognizing and instantly shifting that in the previous podcast on creating self-confidence. So if you haven't listened to that, I highly recommend that you go back and listen to that because cultivating trust in yourself cultivating self-confidence, knowing that you have your own back and being in touch with your core character is the basis of real self-confidence. And here's the really interesting piece. And what I've been noticing and discussing and learning is that it is one thing to have self-confidence and quite another thing to use it, <laughs> to have resiliency, to be able to bounce back and be the best version of yourself. And the word resilience comes from the Latin verb resurile, and that basically means to jump back or, interestingly enough, to recoil. And the definition that I really liked was the ability to return to its original shape after being compressed or stretched. How about that? The ability to remember who you are, to tap into your self-confidence and other values and characteristics that serve you is really important. So how quickly can you do that? When you fall off your protocol, when the scale doesn't say what you want it to say, when things take too long, or when you didn't get the client or somebody didn't behave in the way that you want, how long 
does it take you to bounce back? How good are you at coming back and returning to the original you after you've been compressed or stretched? The ability to bounce back mentally, emotionally, and physically to regain your self-confidence and your determination and your focus is a skill that is so important for leadership and self-leadership. And it is something that I am deep in the practice of, and I know that a lot of you are too. There are a lot of obstacles and roadblocks out there. So many of you are overworked and understaffed. You are dealing with colleagues and trying to be patient with them and, and dealing with children who are not behaving like adults yet. Surprise, surprise, right? And wow, we're all dealing with new things on a national level and around the world and what's going on in our world. There are always disruptions and obstacles and failures. And then there is also the daily grind. Do you use that phrase, the daily grind? That reminds me of a mortar and pestle, you know, the thing that you use to pulverize your herbs so that you can put them in a recipe. Grinding? Like who wants to have a day where you're grinding like that? So I don't use that phrase, daily grind, anymore. And I want you, if you're using it, to stop using it. Use something else. Use daily somersault. Yep, daily somersault. And I came up with that because, for me personally, it reminds me of a class that all plebes at West Point were required to take, and that was gymnastics, believe it or not. And one of the basic movements that we had to do was a somersault, and you would get graded on different movements. And yes, there's a proper way to do a somersault. <laughs> you know, you set yourself up, and then you do the roll, and then you land on your feet. You stand up at the end of the somersault. And I think that we had to do three somersaults in a row. And when you do that, you get a little dizzy. You know, you do one somersault, you land on your feet and you're like, whoa, now it's time to do another one. And that reminds me of resiliency and our days and that we set ourselves up. And then sometimes the world just feels like it's spinning and we're not really even sure where it's going. And then we want to land on our feet. And then you get to do it again. You get to voluntarily set yourself up to do another somersault. And that's where resiliency comes in. And I want to give you a formula for purposefully building resiliency for your days where you feel like you're somersaulting. So the first step is to recognize when you need it, to notice when you tend to give up or you are feeling dizzy or overwhelmed, or you think things are taking too long, or think about when you have given up in the past and really recognize when those moments happen. And they are moments. And you have to know when those moments are happening so that you can go to step two. And step two is to choose between two options. And I've very creatively called them option A and option B. And I want you to think about option A as the easy option. It might be what you normally do or the most common response. And sometimes that could look like quitting or giving up or looking for comfort or saying something like, just this one time, or on this special occasion, I'm going to go with the easy solution. That's not where we find resiliency. We find resiliency in option B, as in B-E, as in who do you get to be in this moment. This is where you shift into your self-confidence, into your focus, into your determination. This is where you remember who you are. This is a point in time where you always make a choice, whether you are aware of it or not. 
If you are constantly circling around the same old habits of overeating, over drinking, over stressing, or you're not feeling fulfilled, you are choosing option A. You just may not be aware of it. And when you're aware of it, then you can always choose option B to be the person who takes their right action, whatever that action is for you. It could be right for you to stop and to regroup and to get some rest or to take some time off. Or it could be to go back to the drawing board and to re-strategize your approach to that job search or to that client. Or it could be to ask for another conversation or more information. You know what is the right thing for you to do. So that's step two. And then the final step is to practice resiliency, to practice it on purpose. We know that the only constant is change. It's either going to come from the external environment, from the stock market, the weather, accidents, people, <laughs> right? Or it's going to come from the internal environment, a self-doubt and overwhelm and worry. But we know that change is going to come, that disruption will come. And a lot of it is unexpected, but a lot of it isn't. You already know where life challenges you. It could be that weight loss plateau. It could be constant disruptions at work or losing a sale or at certain times, maybe it's at the end of the day or at the end of the week. And that brings us to my very favorite way of practicing resiliency. And that is to set amazing goals, goals that light your heart on fire and that make you really excited and a little bit afraid. Because when you set goals like that, it is guaranteed 100% that you're going to meet resistance. You're going to meet it from the external world. You're going to meet it from your internal world. And those are opportunities where you can plan on being resilient. So think about when you lose your ability to bounce back and use those moments to practice resiliency. When you are ready to give in to temptation, when you're ready to quit, when you're starting to feel like it's taking too long or that it's not the right time anymore, or this isn't the right thing for you, instead of doing that, instead of giving in, I want you, I want you to remember this phrase, to give out, literally give out, put your hands out in front of you, <laughs> like you are welcoming it. Like you were saying, bring it on, give it to me, baby, and hold that obstacle in your hands and know that this is your opportunity to bring out the best in you, to use this opportunity to be the best version of yourself, to create resiliency, for you to know what being resilient feels like. So that's it. <laughs> This has been really fun for me, thinking about what comes first, self-confidence or resiliency and how that connects to determination and focus. And what I've decided is that they go together. Resiliency is a specific energy that compels me to move forward. And when I say I am resilient and I have been practicing that, I get a surge of energy that lets me bring more of myself to the world to my private world, to my personal world, to the professional world and beyond, even when I don't feel like it. And that energy can only help with self-confidence and with creating integrity and responsibility and all of your special characteristics that the world needs to see. So I hope that this will help you to identify where you need resiliency and where you can use it and help you to choose who you want to be, your option B over that easier option A, and to give you some clarity of when you can practice 
giving out instead of giving in. All right, you guys, thank you for your time and for your presence and for your willingness to show up and to lead yourself and to lead this world. Hey there, if you are ready to take your well-beingness to the next level, come visit thewellness.coach where I've got lots of free resources. And make sure that you type in thewellness.coach, not .com, and I will see you there.